name of Jesus, amen. It was not a part of the plan. Wasn't scheduled in my Outlook calendar, but I had no choice about spending this past Monday night admitted to Lawrence Hospital in Bronxville, New York. I didn't wake up that morning thinking to myself, today would be a fine day to have a health complication. But as the admitting physician informed me, no one is indispensable, sir. And while you may think that you have an important position, you need to cancel all of your appointments for the next couple of days. Would I need to cancel being among my friends at Arcadia too? Thank God not. Just so you know, I am okay. Thanks to modern medicine and Monique's care and a physician named Jesus who hears our prayers. But how do you prepare for life's unpredictabilities? And more importantly, how do people like I am who tend towards rationalism, how do we unpack the meaning of such events in life? To say that life is unpredictable is so cliche that it doesn't cliche that it doesn't bear worth saying. But this morning, I'd like to try to unpack a bit of the meaning of life's unpredictabilities, those many events that come without warning. Because even the worst experience can be worthwhile if we learn and grow from it. Or to put it in a more biblical way, God works in all things for the good. Predictable is how today's gospel begins. No offense to lawyers, Jen, Ted, Nissa. no lawyer jokes. But this expert in the laws of Jewish religiosity tries to use his knowledge to trick, to trap, or at least to trip up Jesus with a series of questions ending with the zinger, and who is my neighbor? In other words, let's see if this Jesus has the courage to publicly go against our traditional definitions of who's in and who's out, who's an insider, who's an outsider. Is it Cubs or White Sox? Or to translate that into real baseball, Mets or Yankees? Sorry. But rather than giving a dictionary definition, Jesus responds to the question, who is my neighbor, by telling us a story. Pastor Tanetti would call that narrative theology. One prolific writer, Elie Wiesel, once observed, some stories are true that never happened. A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho and he fell among robbers, showing us that no matter how much we'd like to pride ourselves in thinking we've got the story of life figured out, life is full of unpredictable twists and turns. I'm sure that no opioid user ever set out to end up hopelessly strung out with an addictively ruined life. I'm quite confident 
that no Central American refugee ever aspired to leave behind everything they knew and loved and because of violence had to go to a place where they were unknown, unloved, and unwelcome. I'm willing to bet that no one's marriage plans ever included getting wedded to someone whose drunken rages would lead to abuse and bruises. There are so many unpredictabilities in life. And Jesus never promises us a hakuna matata life. <laughs> a problem-free guarantee. But he does promise us that in the presence of problems, we have the Holy Spirit's peace, which was showed to me this past Monday in the ER. Likewise, no traveler ever wakes up one morning and decides, I'm going to walk down a dusty path today and hopefully some dangerous muggers on a mission to get my money will beat me till I'm black and blue and leave me bleeding and needing stitches face down in a ditch. Thank God. Here comes a priest. A holy man will surely help me. And there he goes. <laughs> pretending not to see me. Okay, look, a man from a prestigious religious family, a Levite. Surely this man will also walk by. <laughs> Am I, like Ralph Ellison might ask, an invisible man? And as Jesus tells it, it takes an outsider, a hated foreigner, an immigrant, someone that no Orthodox Jew would ever consider a neighbor, an orange Samaritan. <laughs> if you're a Trump lover, the Samaritan is a socialist. If you're a Trump hater, the Samaritan is wearing a red hat with M-A-G-A -A printed on top of it. If you don't like these immigrants who don't learn to speak American, the Samaritan says, que pasa, mi hombre? <laughs> if people from the LGBTQ plus community rub you the wrong way, guess who's coming to dinner to help you? <laughs> Jesus shows up to help the beaten man in the form of an outsider, in the form of a stranger. So be careful how you treat strangers. And this morning for you, and for you, and for all of you, Jesus shows up unpredictably divine in bread and in wine, in the person sitting on the pew next to you. Jesus breaks the rules and is totally messing with this religious lawyer, since it is the much hated Samaritan who turns out to be the much-needed lifesaver. And then Jesus, super cool, ends his story with his question. Now, which one of these three do you think proved to be a neighbor to the man who fell among robbers? Sisters and brothers, I've come to realize probably more this last year than ever that questions that cannot be answered are more important for our spiritual growth than answers that cannot be questioned or challenged. 
So now I have a question for you. Which one of these on the road are you? With which one do you identify? And here are your options. First, the man who got mugged. Second, the passers-by, the priest and the Levite. They're really the same thing. And third, the outsider who showed mercy. Which one? And the predictable way to end this sermon goes something like this. You know you've been too much like a gawker on the road of life who merely shook your head at broken down people and muttered, somebody ought to do something about that. Be more like a good Samaritan. Amen. <coughs> However, as we unpack this text, I want to suggest that most of us identify most of the time with the person face down in the ditch. Life often leaves us beaten up and broken down, worn out and torn up. We all face many big and many disasters that cannot be unpacked in the sense of understood or interpreted or made sense of. We all face stuff that leaves us bruised and disgusted with busted hopes. The sage tells us in Proverbs 13, 12, hope deferred makes the heart sick. So what do you do with life's unpredictabilities? Two things. First, face them. Don't deny them or run from them. My friend, your former professor, Reed Lessing, tells it like this, quote, unresolved, unmourned grief causes a boatload of problems. So many are stuck in all kinds of bad behavior because they never grieved over an alcoholic dad or an unloving mother or mistreatment or prejudice or bigotry. Rather than actually feeling it, actually grieving it, actually going through the season of mourning, it's so much easier just to put your head down and ignore it. But when you grin and bear it, it catches up with you later. Lessing is saying that denial leads to deeper issues later, and that the healing is found within the wound, not in avoiding the place of pain in the first place. Second, be assured that you don't face anything by yourself. I was not alone this week. You might feel like you're in the minority, like a failure, but one plus God is always a majority. God's grace is sufficient for you. Jesus is your good Samaritan who finds you in your most desolate place. In three splashes of water, God lovingly located you for life. Good Fridays always give way to Easter Sundays. Tough times never last, but people with tough faith do. This resurrected Jesus walks your road alongside you with healing power. For those who are unfairly treated or falsely accused, the lied on, the laid off, the cheated on, the downsized, the ostracized, the demonized, the ghettoized, the, the silenced, the shunned, the screwed over, and the gossiped about, 
and whatever it is that's beaten you down in life and left you for dead in your ditch, look up, the good Samaritan comes for you. And his name is Jesus. See his hands? He knows what scars feel like. Look into his eyes and see what fresh mercy looks like. I don't care how much trouble you are in, Jesus is way better than Paw Patrol. I learned that from my grandson, JT. No jobs too big, no pups too small. No jobs too big for Jesus. No person is too small for him to care about you. In the name of Jesus, amen. We stand and sing verse 4 of hymn number 840.